Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, I love you. I adore you. I praise you. I lift you up. You are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. You are Alpha and Omega. You are Comforter. You are Confidant, God. We thank you for being the great I am. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. Thank you for being Jehovah Rapha. We praise you for being El Shaddai. We glorify you for being Elohim, God. We thank you for being our everything, God. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity. Ask you to forgive us of all sin, transgression, and iniquity, Father God, of our thoughts, of our words, of our deeds, Father. We ask you to forgive us and we stand on your word, believing that you say, yes, I forgive you and you throw it into the sea of forgetfulness, God. You put it as far as the east is from the west, your forgiveness of us, oh God, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you that every time we come to you and confess our sins and repent, Father God, you are right there to take us in, to wrap us in your arms, to dust us off and tell us that we are forgiven in Jesus' name. Give us that same mindset, that same spirit when it comes to ourselves, Father God, when it comes to others. Help us to forgive others, Father God. Give us the strength to forgive ourselves, God. Let us not hold on to it because we want to believe that we're unworthy, yet we have asked you to forgive us in Jesus' name. Let us accept it from ourselves. Let us give it and accept it of others as we accept it from you in Jesus' name. We praise you right now, God, that you would have your way as you so graciously, so kindly, so magnificently do Every time we get on this line, God, you have your way, Lord. You do what you want to do. You say what you want to say, Father God. You take us where you want us to go in Jesus' name, in you to understand your word, to understand what it is you would have us to do, God, and who you would have us to be, how you're shaping us and molding us and making us after your will, God, as we are waiting, yielded and still in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for being over and in our families, God, to remove everything that's not like you, God, to line us up with your will, your purpose, your plan, your way, in the name of Jesus. 
you that others will know that we are a family that worships you, a family that trusts you, a family that's leaning and dependent on you and you alone in the name of Jesus. We praise you right now, Father God, that you come in and you take out slowfulness, God. You take out procrastination in Jesus' name. You take out laziness in the name of Jesus. You take out gossip and slander and backbiting in the name of Jesus. You take out jealousy and envy in the name of Jesus. You take out that haughty and boastful, prideful spirit right now, God, so that we can boast in you, Father God. We can be proud of how you have used us, how you chose us in the name of Jesus. We praise you right now, God, for taking out lying, cheating, and stealing, God, and making us honest and trustworthy in you, in the name of Jesus. We praise you right now, God, that Everything we need is found in your word, God. You open the books of your word, open the, the, the book of your word, and you show us what we need in you, Father God. We thank you for using others to confirm your word in our lives, God. We thank you for using our prayer time, Father God, as an opportunity to talk to you and not just talk to you, God, but to listen what you have to say to us, God, to be obedient to your directions, Father God. Be obedient to your commands in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for pouring out your spirit in our lives in Jesus' name. We thank you for giving us your joy, your peace, your gentleness, your goodness, your faithfulness, your meekness, and your temperance. We thank you, Father God, that we are swift to hear and slow to wrath in Jesus' name, that we speak with grace, seasoned with salt, as you give us the words to say in Jesus' name. Not our words, God, but your words. Not our thoughts, God, but your thoughts. Not our way, but your way in the name of Jesus. Not our will, but your will be done in the name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, God, for the prayers that we have prayed thus far this year in the name of Jesus, that we we don't have to ask you over and over, God, but we can say thank you, Father. We can say we praise you, God. We can praise you before we see the manifestation of it in the name of Jesus, knowing that what your will is is our will. What our desire is is your desire in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, God. We praise you and magnify you for the vision that you have given us, the vision that you have given Apostle God, the vision that you give those that we are under their leadership in Jesus' name, that it is plain before us, God, that we understand it, that we can run with it, we can walk with it, we can share it in the name of Jesus to carry it out as you give us the ability to in Jesus' name. We praise you right now, Father God, that those who are supposed to be on this prayer line are here in Jesus' name. Those we are to share your word with, we share it with gladness, Father God. We share it with boldness in the name of Jesus. We praise you for the jobs that you have blessed us with, God, that we are not there by accident in the name of Jesus, that we are there by divine appointment to share your gospel, 
to minister to someone, to pray for someone, to lift you up and magnify your name, to be a light that shines for you in that place in the name of Jesus, that you be glorified, magnified, and exalted in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that the schools that our children are in, they are not there by accident, God. They are there, as I said, by divine appointment in Jesus' name to be children of the Most High God, to show forth your glory, your kindness, your peace and understanding in the face of the teachers, in the face of the professors, in the face of the administration, God, in the face of even the janitorial staff, God, have your way in our children that they shine for you. When they open their mouth, they speak life and not death. Your thoughts flow through their mind in Jesus' name, that they are not confused about who they are and what they have come to do. God, let us all know what our gifts are and how you want us to operate in them wherever you have placed us in Jesus' name. Lord, once we know those gifts, stir them up in us, God. Show us how to stir them up so that you be glorified and magnified, exalted in our lives in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that where we live is not by accident, God. You put us in here where we are to pray for our neighbors, God, to pray for our cities in Jesus' name, to pray for the businesses that are around our uh, homes in Jesus' name, to pray for the other households of worship that we don't even know exist, God, but that your word will be like fire shut up in their bones and in our bones that we can't keep it to ourselves, God, that we come on one accord in you in the mighty name of Jesus to share it with gladness in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, God, that the vehicles that we drive, we don't drive by accident, God, that we use it to your glory to pick someone up, to bless somebody else by taking them where they need to go, God, by picking someone else up and taking them with us to pray, God, taking them with us to worship service in Jesus' name so that they can receive of you in the name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you, O God. That everything that we are, everything that we say, Lord, you have your way in it in the name of Jesus. We can't pray enough for our president and the government, Father God. We can't pray enough for the House of Representatives, the Senate, Father God, the Congress. We can't pray enough for our mayors, our governors, Father God, that you guide their thoughts. You order their ideas, Father God, so that they will put things in place that you want in place in Jesus' name. We can't pray enough for our judicial system, God, that judgment is put out the way that you want it done, Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for Israel. We pray for Africa and China and Japan and even places that we don't even know exist, Father God, that you have your way. You provide the water to nourish their bodies, God. You give them proper shelter in the name of Jesus. You put missionaries in their in front of them, oh God, so that your word can be shared with them in their own language, in Jesus' name. We thank you for those who print your word in other languages, Father God, so that they can have it in their hands and hide it in their heart, in Jesus' name, to study it, 
to become more like you, God, to know that you are the forgiver of all sins, no matter who we are, no matter where we are, no matter what we have done, God. No sin is too great. No sin is too small. There is no no timeline. There is no great sin in you, Father God. All sin is sin, and you can forgive it all in Jesus' name, and we thank you for it, God. We praise you for doing it in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that you transform our minds to understand, to, to be able to accept that forgiveness in Jesus' name and be able to extend it to others in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for those who fast, when even when leadership doesn't tell them to fast, God, because they want to be drawn closer to you in Jesus' name. They want to walk upright before you, God. They understand that some come not out but by fasting and prayer, God. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that fasting cleanses us of sicknesses and diseases, Father God. It puts our bodies in a time of rest to restore and rejuvenate and renew what you created our bodies to do in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that it gives us an opportunity to stand in the face of the enemy and tell him, no, devil, not today, not tomorrow, not ever, because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. So we come against everything that is contrary to your word, God, homosexuality, alcoholism, drug addiction, division in the name of Jesus, pride. Hallelujah, complaining and murmuring, God, we cast it out in Jesus' name. We look to the hills from which cometh our help, knowing that it all comes from you, God. We thank you for showing us how we need to be more like you, God, how we have fallen short of your glory, how we have fallen short of your word. Make us right in you, God. You said our righteousness is as filthy rags. God, help us to take on your righteousness in the name of Jesus. I pray for the one who's going to share your word this morning, God. Speak through their mouth. Think through their mind. Let it come through clearly without interruption in Jesus' name, without disturbance in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you, oh God, that it is all about you and not about us, Father God. It's all about your will and not our will. Let your will be done in Jesus' name. We praise you, we glorify you, and we thank you for it, God. Hallelujah and amen. No, God bless you. God bless you, saints of God. This is your apostle, Keith Green, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. My God, there must be a battle. And we ought to rejoice because God has given us the victory. Hey, on this morning, we have Bishop Brenda Pearson on the line. Sis, are you there? Yes, sir, Apostle. I'm here. God bless you. God bless you. Let the Lord use you. Praise the Lord. We just thank God for this day that he has made. We honor the, God, the, the Lord God of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank God for the spirit of the Lord. We glorify God for our own Chief Apostle Keith J. Brooks and all of the saints and the people of God that are on the prayer line this morning. Thank God for the power of prayer. Praise God. And we're going to go to the word of the Lord there in Joshua, the sixth chapter, Joshua 6. And we're going to begin reading here 
with the sixth verse. We're going to read several verses. We're not going to assume that you you know what the word of the Lord is speaking here today, that you've read this before or read it recently. Maybe there's someone on the line that's never heard about this this story about Joshua and his uh, his uh, conquest to defeat the enemy. So we want to read a little bit, and as you're turning your pages and preparing yourself to hear and to receive from the Lord, let us pray. Father, we bless you for this day again. We continue in prayer, and our hearts are still yet lifted up before you and bowed before you, O God, our King. We pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our strength and our Redeemer, our Lord and our God. And we thank you, Lord God, and you'll be pleased with us today. In Jesus' holy and matchless name, we pray, amen. And we're looking at Joshua 6, chapter, beginning with the 6th verse, and it says, Then Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priest and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let every priest bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the altar, ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Proceed. And march around the city, and let him who is armed advance above or before the ark of the Lord. The uh, eighth verse says, so it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seventh priest bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the horns, blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priest who blew the, the ark, while the priest continued blowing the, the trumpet. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout, then you will shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city, going around in once, it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. We're going somewhere here. Someone say it's a process. And Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Then the seven priests, bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord, went on continually and blew with the trumpet. And the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord, while the priest continued blowing the trumpet. And the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did six days, all right? The 15th verse continues to say, but it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early after the drawing, after the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day, only they marched around the city seven times. Someone say seven. And the seventh time it happened, when the priest blew the trumpet, that Joshua said to the people, shout, for the Lord has given you the city. We're going to move over to the 
20th verse, and it says, So the people shouted when the priests blew the horns. And it happened when the Lord, when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and took, they took the city. So here we have in the word of the Lord today that Joshua had instructions from the Lord. But the thought we want to look at today is breakthrough. How many have received the word? How many have given the word? How many have heard someone receive a word and say, God is going to give you a breakthrough? And everyone gets to shout, and they're all excited because God is going to give them a breakthrough. Soon you're going to get a breakthrough. And we get so emotional and so excited about a breakthrough. But how many of you know it takes work when there's time for a breakthrough? You cannot sit back and wait for God to do everything. Just because you're expecting a breakthrough, it doesn't mean that you can sit back and relax. See, even Joshua himself in that second verse, he received, it says, the second verse, it says, and the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Joshua, I have given Jericho unto your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. See, it wasn't the pastor that gave Joshua this word. It wasn't the prophet that came through the city that gave Joshua the word. It wasn't the, pro- the, the, the pastor or the, uh, all the apostles, or the chief apostles that the Lord used to speak a word to Joshua. It was God himself. But in doing so, there were instructions that Joshua had to hear from God and obey. See, when God gives us a word, we need to hear what the instructions are. What's the strategy, Lord? What's the plan? There must be a plan of action to get this breakthrough. You know, when I heard about this, when the Lord spoke the word breakthrough to me, and he told me, he says, turn to Joshua and talk about the wall of Jericho. And as I looked at the wall of Jericho, the the wall of Jericho, it, it stood about anywhere from 12 to 17 feet tall. The width of it, the thickness of it was anywhere from five to seven feet thick. And it even had a tower that stood about 28 feet. So we're talking about a massive wall that had to come down in order for the people to go into the city, in order for Joshua to not only take the city, but the king, not only the king, but the mighty men of valor. Praise God. So we're talking about a great defeat. We're talking about a great victory. We're talking about a great breakthrough. So God is saying to you today, yes, there's a breakthrough coming your way. It's a mighty move of God, and it's going to change your day. But there's work involved. There's work involved to get your breakthrough. As I began to think about a breakthrough, I thought about a, a chicken egg, what it takes for that baby chick to be hatched. And as I, as I looked, uh, people of God, I realized at the point of at the beginning of incubation, it takes about 21 days. That's right, 21 days for that baby chick to begin to hatch. It's something about the 21. You want a breakthrough? Apostle had us going on these 21-day fasts, people of God. You want a breakthrough? You get on a 21-day fast because these baby chicks, they are on a mission, 21 days to, call, to get the breakthrough that they need. And what are they doing? They are breaking through this, a small, what we think is small, is the shell of an egg. 
but they need the strength to break through. They need the power. They need to be in, have endurance. They need to perform. They need to be focused. So that is what you have to have when you want a breakthrough. You have to be focused. You have to use the force. You have to have a strategy. We can't get a breakthrough. See, they couldn't break through those, that wall of Jericho with a pick and axe and hammer because the enemy was watching them. So they had to, have, they had to go in the spirit realm. So that's what we have to do. We have to seek the face of God. These 21 days, hallelujah, as the woman of God was praying, not just when the, the pastor, the man of God, or the women of God say, let us fast, but when the spirit of the Lord speaks to your heart personally, there's a 21-day fast you must go on to get the breakthrough you need, to get the breakthrough your marriage needs, to get the breakthrough your family needs, to get the breakthrough your ministry needs. There's a 21 days in front of you. Hallelujah. What are you going to do with it? Hallelujah. You're going to get your breakthrough, or you're going to sit back and wait for somebody else to do it for you. It's for you to do. It's your job. It's your responsibility. Just like the woman, the woman in Luke 18, 1 through 5, she went to the unjust judge because she wanted him to avenge her of her adversary. She was consistent. She was persistent. But see, he did not regard God. He did not regard man, so, but because of her persistency to get her out of his hair, he decided to go on and do just what she needed to avenge her of her adversary. So, therefore, she had to press on, people of God. You need a, strength, a plan. You need a strategy to break the barriers, to block, block the blockages, the walls, the mountains, the doors that are in your way. If you want a breakthrough, go before God with a and allow him to give you that strategy. I read what I read because there was a plan in place that God had spoken to Joshua to speak to the people. But see, Joshua had to obey the, God, the Lord God of our salvation, and they had to obey leadership. People of God, if you want a breakthrough, obey the voice of God. If you want a breakthrough, listen, first of all, for the word of the Lord and obey the plans of God. We must be persistent. We must be focused and receive the instructions from God. You want a breakthrough? It's coming your way, but you've got work to do. And it takes strength. It, in the spirit realm, we have to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. It takes strength for that little baby chick to kick and peck through that shell. Hallelujah. It takes strength. And it takes strength. It took strength for them not to say anything walking, marching around that wall. It's not easy to hold your peace. But if you want to break through in your marriage, sometimes you've got to hold your peace. You've got to be strong to be able to do that. Oh, God will give us the strength. 21 days. The Lord wants to encourage you today. Yes, there's a breakthrough for you, but it's going to take work. God has the plan. God has the strategies. Are you willing to hear the voice of God? Are you willing to do the work? We can't be lazy with this thing. I was looking at the word breakthrough. And, it's, and it says a military movement, a military movement, or advance all, or advance all the way through and beyond an enemy's front line defense. I tell you, we're going to break through what the enemy has tried to block us from, our blessings, our healing, salvation for our families, our communities, those of every tongue and of every nation. We must intercede and trust God for the breakthrough for them, amen, we can intercede and help others obtain their breakthrough. See, Joshua could not have defeated the enemy. They, he could not have 
broken down that wall by himself. He needed everybody in place. He needed everybody to cooperate. The work that the Lord has called apostles to do is for all of us to be in place. The work that the Lord has called you to do, there are those that must be in place. First and foremost, you must be in place. Let's hear what the Lord is saying today. Let's obey the voice of God. Let's receive the strategies and plans that we may obtain the breakthroughs in our lives. God bless you. I hope this word has blessed your heart. And, Father, we thank you for your people. We thank you how you're helping all of us to receive and understand. We must press away because it's all a process that you're taking us through. In Jesus' holy and matchless name. God bless you. Be encouraged. Well, bless the Lord. Thanks to God. Hey, there is a process taking place in every one of us. And, hey, the only way we're going to complete the process, we must stay on the potter's wheel. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks till Thursday morning. I want you to pray. There's some that connected me, connected with me concerning fasting. If you have not contacted Sister Montina, let her know that you do want to be part of it. I'm not asking everybody. I'm asking those that want to be faithful and deal with the process of God, that he could do something mightily in your life. Hey, I'm praying for you. Pray for me. I'll see you Thursday morning, God's willing. Same time, same place. Hey, all roads going to lead to the same telephone and to the same prayer line. Hey, I love you. I'll talk with you Thursday morning. God bless you. Have a blessed day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.